president is um, continuing his whirlwind tour of India. Going very well from all accounts. I mean, he's greeted by 110,000 screaming fans. He goes to the Taj Mahal. He is meeting today with a round table of industry leaders, including the head of Mahindra, the world's largest tractor maker, who has a big investment in the Midwest in Michigan already and looking to grow that investment. So the, the president having a lot of success. Always time to tweet, though. Uh, there's always time to meet. My next guest, Gianna Caldwell, is a Fox News political analyst, author of the new book, Taken for Granted, How Conservatism Could Win Back the Americans That Liberalism Failed. Gianna, welcome back. Thank you for having me, as always. Always good to have you. You know, the, the criticism of those that like Donald Trump and those that dislike Donald Trump, always the same. He should tweet less. Uh, but he doesn't um, miss a chance to tweet even when he's on the road, does he? No, not at all. Actually, last night he tweeted out that I'll be at the Ronald Reagan Library in City Valley this Thursday at 6 p.m. So, I, you know, that's a really good, strong tweet. We love those tweets. <laughs> and we want to keep those going. He also endorsed my book um, before it came out. So I'm, I'm really excited that he get a chance to take a look at it, and he loved it. Well, there you go, uh, John. It doesn't hurt when the guy right. that's the number one tweeting sensation in the world, love him or hate him. Tweets about your right. book. I mean, that, correct, yeah, correct. good for sales. Congratulations, right? Thank you. Um, and, Thank you. and congratulations on your appearance at the Ronald Reagan Library. That um, uh, should be special itself, correct? Absolutely. Such an honor because I know you have the most distinguished of Americans that come through there. And, of course, Ronald Reagan was one of our greatest presidents and one in which I honor his legacy. So such an honor to be there and such an honor to have President Trump tweeted out to his uh, 60, 70 million uh, followers on on Facebook. Not Facebook, but Twitter. I know what you meant, on Twitter. There you go. Right. All right, so uh, you've got the president in India talking to um, Modi, uh, and you've got the things going on where he's sitting down with the industry leaders. Meanwhile, the Democrats are having a, quite, a, quite a scrum among themselves, quite a row they've got going on. You've got Bloomberg and Bernie. Now, for Bernie, this is the dream date. This is the yeah. guy that he wants for a fight. He wants the billionaire because he wants to take down the billionaire class. And so Bloomberg yesterday announces that he's going to put up this epic campaign against Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is willing to take him down. Elizabeth Warren jumping on the side with Bernie basically saying, I'm ready to be your running mate, Bernie. That's what I get out of it. Uh, and tonight they're all going to get back on the stage and see if Bloomberg can resurrect his personality-free performance from the last time around. Your thoughts? You know what, there's a couple different things that come out. And one interesting point to note, if you recall, Bernie Sanders used to say that he was going to take on the millionaires and billionaires, and then he joined the millionaire class. Now it's just about the billionaires. <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk about hypocrisy, right? Right. Um, I, I think this, this is going to be a really interesting race for so many reasons. One, one of the reasons I think Bloomberg performed so poorly um, just the other day last week um, it's because he lacked authenticity. He believed in stopping Frisk. Now he's apologizing for it. He believed that some of the decisions that he's made and comments that he's made, is he's either been a billionaire or a mayor, he believes in those comments. Now he's apologizing for them. That's the same mistake uh, people like Hillary Clinton had made. She lacked authenticity. It was about doing focus groups on what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. People don't want someone who's going to say what they want to hear. They want somebody like President Trump who's fully authentic, who's been saying the same thing um, for many years or rather many decades. Bernie Sanders is another individual who's actually somewhat authentic. Oh, he's, he's the real deal. Since the 80s. 
Right. So it's that that's what people want. They want someone who's gonna be real. And Bloomberg, although he has all his money, if he if he keeps failing that authenticity test, I mean he's he's pretty much gone. Another mistake he made was pretty much getting on that debate stage at all. If he wasn't gonna come <laughs> with the with cannons and fire, then he shouldn't have jumped on that stage. He should have just owned the T V ways like he did, yeah. stuck with the D N C rules. And kept it moving. I'm just so shocked that he came with a lackluster performance. Well, the like fact is, let's be honest, Yano. Um, Bernie Sanders is the genuine article, and Bernie Sanders is a solid debater, and so is Elizabeth Warren. They both are quite solid when it comes to debates. And uh, Mike Bloomberg, uh, he had a personality bypass operation that was quite successful. It appears <laughs> uh, his charisma was also removed at that time. And and he has no shot out there. He's flat-footed. He's monotone Mike out there. He can't compete against Bernie Sanders, who's waving his arms around, his white hair is flailing around. He can't compete with that. I, I just don't see it. Not tonight either. Listen, angry Bernie. <laughs> angry Bernie does. He strikes a chord, especially with young people. But I think Mike Bloomberg, this is his last real opportunity to show folks on the Democrat side why he should be the nominee or he's going to be the angry guy spending a billion dollars is either an independent candidate or just trying to mess up the election for other folks. And that's what's going to be the problem with Michael Bloomberg. If he doesn't come fiery and ready to go, um, he's going to lose out on this thing, and he's going to lose out big. And everyone knows that. He knows that. His campaign knows that. They've all said it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what is he going to say, because he better get all those people that he's spending millions of dollars in consultants to pull out all that opposition research. And go he needs to close standards. the deal. Yeah, he need, he's huh? he's got to be the closer now. I mean, he he's got them all to look at him. But if he can't close the deal, it's pointless. We got about uh, forty seconds here. The last thing, though, is that Joe Biden' latest uh, poll numbers show him leading by just a smidge in South Carolina. Could could it resurrect Joe Biden at least for a period of time? This this primary in a couple of days. That's this is this is his last real shot, and I'll tell you why. Joe Biden used to have the majority support in the African American community. Now he's doing he has one third support, and Bernie Sanders has one third support of um, African Americans. Um, uh, Biden is um, getting those that are over thirty five, and and Bernie Sanders getting thirty five and under. So this will be a continuation of an interesting race, and he really was damaged by that impeachment. So. If there was the intent of the Democratic Party to damage Trump, that was a lose-lose, and they actually damaged their preferred candidate, Joe Biden. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, if the election were held today, uh, Donald Trump would win by wider margins than he did in 2016. Gianna Caldwell? I absolutely agree. Greatly appreciate you being here. follow me on social media, too, at Gianna Caldwell, G-I-A-N-N-O, Caldwell, C-A-L-D-W-E, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you all so much. Well done, Gianna. See you at CPAC. Thank you so much. 25 after. It's the Steve Gerber Show.